Now on RB Comics Radio, striking justice in the hearts of evil that lurks within the city of Memphis. The Spectre, protector of Memphis. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Lucy. How are the kids? Great. Thanks, Tom. Great. Uh, what do you have for me today? Busiest week ever. 100K, I think they said. Wow, um, that's a busy one. Um, I'll get all sorted out for you. Poor Lucy. This is gonna look real bad when the real Tom turns up in half an hour. However, by then I'll be long gone. Moreover, so will all of their money from this week, their busiest week ever. Being able to change my face to look like whoever I want helps, of course. And it's not like I've not worked for it. I've been following Tom for weeks. Taking things, rooting through bins, Videoing him in action. When I do a job, I do it properly. Goodbye, Lucy. Love to the kids. See you next week, Tom. That's how easy it's been for years. But there's a good pest on the streets. Calls himself the Spectre. He's causing quite a stir, but he's no match for Mr. Anonymous. Right. Okay, let's try this again. Crisis of Identity. Story by David McAllister. The Spectre created by Morris Dixon Jr. Let's begin the session.
true Spectre style, he swooped in at the last second and spoiled it all. So here I am, as a homeless man behind a bin pouring down rain. Smoke rises in vast plumes across the alley from the sewers. It's been hours. So long, in fact, that my thoughts drift, and in the mind of the homeless person I've become, I remember a business deal gone wrong and an all-consuming drinking problem. But here's the thing. These aren't my memories. I've actually started to become who I'm merely pretending to be. With that in mind, I'm making my move. As I stumble from the alley, shedding my old homeless blanket like a skin, I feel reborn. There's no one about, so I don't need to create a face just yet. Where my face should be is just a blank canvas. And as I round the corner to leave the alley, I nearly bump as my terrible luck would have it into a young police officer. So, sorry, sir. Madam, madam, uh, completely my fault. I've now adopted the face of a beautiful young woman. Poor officer, no clue here thinks he's seeing things. Don't worry about it, officer. A perfectly feminine 20-something-year-old's voice. I never fail to amaze myself. I watch the officer's eyes glaze over. Can you show me the way to the train, officer? The name's Fendel, ma'am. Uh, Officer Fendel, can I offer you a lift? My mind raises. I've got so many hideouts and apartments in the city that I struggle to establish which one is both closest and which most resembles a single female's humble abode. It's only a few blocks, officer. I'm fine. I can walk. Well, I insist. Anyway, you look like you could use some help. He looks me up and down with a look of concern more than disgust. Why, thank you, Officer Fendley. You're my hero. I detect the start of a blush as he turns away from me and walks towards the car. As we head towards one of my apartments, I catch myself in the rearview mirror and the memory surfaces of who my latest face is based on. A young actress, who I once worked with, had an untimely demise backstage at our summer production. I played the murderer. She played the victim. The lines were blurred. I told you I'd get confused. Anywhere here will do, officer. Are you sure you're okay, miss? Well, nothing a mug of hot tea can't fix. You know where we are if you need anything. Where I am. off, I realize I've forgotten to change my face. I decide to keep it until morning. I dream of the real owner of my current face. Of my hands closing around her neck. Her panicked eyes staring up at me as the light drains out of her. face I now wear. The lovely and very talented 
already for the first show? Just about, I think. I hope you've learnt your lines today. <laughs> I've been up all night. You've got more lines than me. I don't know how you do it. I'm a professional. I could go through them once more with you before the matinee show. Once that curtain opens, we can't afford any mistakes. Okay, let me grab my scripts. And we'll do it on the stage before everyone else arrives. Uh, I hope being in the movies isn't going to be this stressful. I'm sure you've got what it takes, Rose. You're one of the best we've ever had. You've got that hunger to succeed that a young actor needs. Rosa just signed up for a massive movie. It only has a few lines, but it pays well and it's bound to lead to others. Everyone always assumed that out of our production it would be me first. It should have been. But I wasn't jealous. I really liked Rose. She was smart. I wanted her to do well. And I knew it wouldn't be long before I got my chance. Well, thanks. I'm sure you'll get your chance soon enough. You know what people say, don't you? Do I want to know? <laughs> oh, it's all good stuff. One critic called you the greatest method actor he had ever seen. Well, I don't know about that. I just try my best. <laughs> You're so modest. I, for one, think you are destined for great things. Right, let's get started. Okay, you start. And apologies in advance for the scene where I have to choke the life out of you. Apology accepted. Just go easy, okay? Of course. I feel an unexpected thrill at the thought of that scene. I've been thinking about it a lot. My character is a brutal, ruthless murderer. He longs to see the life drain out of a body. I've searched out every piece of literature and film with him in it. I've studied every actor's portrayal of him. I strive for perfection. It has to look and feel real. I'm struggling to sleep, so I decide to have a look through some of my personal effects. Tara Trent is a girl with a certain air of mystery about her. But what's here spread in front of me gives me an insight into Terra the Enigma. School records right from the start. Baby pictures, locks of hair, a small jar of her bathwater, wrappers, papers, receipts, birthday cards, photographs of her diary, it excites me. I can't wait to meet her. I see that a note has been pushed under the door. Hey, I know this is a little bit out of the ordinary, and I'm putting my job on the line, but I'd love to take you out sometime. Call me, uh, faithfully, John Fendel. How strange. We only just met. No one's offered to take me out for a long time. I kind of like it. What's wrong with me? I need to get these thoughts out of my head. Officer, uh, sorry, John. Do you often take girls that you've only just met out for dinner? 
Only, only the really nice ones. Well, I'll take that as a compliment. So, uh, what do you do? I haven't seen you around before. I'm an actress. Ooh, impressive! Anything I, anything I know? Actually, probably not. More obscure stage shows. Unless that's your thing. Maybe I could come. See you sometime. It feels strange to talk to someone in this way. Hopefully he won't do any sort of search on this face that I'm wearing. He'll realize he's taking out a girl who's been dead for 20 years. Maybe you could. How long have you been a police officer? Well, actually, that's an interesting story. My dad was a policeman. So when I was a kid, I was surrounded by that life. When I was old enough to, well, walk, when I was... When arrives at the door of the restaurant, he gives me the look that says he needs me. He's the only person that knows who I am, regardless of what face I'm wearing. But it truly is to be a cop, but... Sorry, John. I just need to powder my nose. Uh, oh, no problem. Uh, I'll wait for you um, to get back before I order. Thanks, John. What is it? Can't it wait? I'm sorry to interrupt, sir, but we've kind of got a situation. You sure know how to pick your moments. Can't you see I'm busy? Sir, it's... it's a code red. Code red means that one of my hideouts has been discovered. I look over at John and my heart sinks a little. What is wrong with me? I'm not a woman. I'm a criminal. A master of disguise. The lines are blurring again. I glance over at John one last time. Let's go. So what do we know? It's the Spectre, sir. He's found one of your key locations. And sad to say he's taken some stuff. God damn it, a creep! What do you mean, my effects? What do I pay you for if you can't even protect me from some night-crawling weirdo in a cape? I'm sorry, sir. I really am. He caught us by surprise. That girl that helps him, she knows the city inside out. Oh, you will be sorry. If Spectre has discovered anything about me, you'll be very sorry indeed. someone has completely turned the place over. Nothing has been left untouched. I feel the anger surge through my veins. After a quick little run of room, I realize something is missing. What's been taken? Lots of papers. Notes and photographs of your... Uh, <clears throat> victims. Which ones? Uh, well... Which ones, damn it! Uh, maybe it's time to dial back the young woman act a bit, sir. I prefer your normal appearance. What did you say? Who the hell do you think you are? The look on his face as an innocent-looking woman begins to choke the life out of him is quite a sight to behold. My disguises are so good that I think sometimes they forget that my body is just the same. I'm very slight but strong. And well, this isn't the first time I've strangled someone. 
some of the guys have been talking. <clears throat> Maybe you're spending too much time as your quarry. <clears throat> the Spectre's on the warpath. We need you back, sir. <clears throat> what I choose to do is no business of yours. Clear? <clears throat> Clear. <clears throat> he scrambles around the floor on his hands and knees trying to catch his breath. Don't question me again, or I could be wearing your face to go and pay your girl a visit. She wouldn't even notice the difference until it was too late. Is that understood? Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. I need to clear my head. Keep an eye on things here and get the stuff tidied up. It owes me nothing and yet I expect the world from it. I'm still wearing her face. The longer I do, the harder it will be to let go. I feel normal with this disguise, at peace. Maybe I should walk away now and start somewhere new with Officer Fendel. A car has just dumped a young girl out in the roughest part of the city. She's crumpled up on the pavement, shivering. Blood pours from a cut on her head. Hello? Need some help? The young girl looks up at me and seems relieved a woman has found her and not a man. Looking at the state of her, I guess the man in the car has beaten her up. Are you okay? I can help. You're safe now. He threw me out of the car while I was moving. are men such assholes? I hate them all. Come on. Let's get you home. I feel something surface in me that feels completely alien. I think they call it empathy and compassion. I feel this girl's pain. I need to help her. I really am thinking like a female. I don't find it as easy to shake these feelings as before. It seems the longer I keep this face, the harder it becomes to separate myself from it. We walk away through the smoke and the grime, and for a few moments, I forget that Spectre has discovered everything about me. I forget everything apart from this moment. Two girls keeping each other company in a world fast falling apart. I lay in bed pondering when I was younger and always wanted to be an actress. Only these aren't my memories. It's hard to know what memories are mine and which ones aren't. It's like trying to pick up the right thread with the lights off and your hands tied behind your back. I open the door and it's my head henchman. Here's the thing about him. He's six foot six inches tall and built like Rocky Balboa. He's not just some mindless thug, though. Sure, he'll do whatever I tell him to, but he's as sharp as a knife and just as deadly. He's the only person that can spot me when I'm disguised. He's been with me so long he knows how to spot me in a crowd no matter what face I'm wearing. He infuriates me at times. But he's fiercely loyal, and he's the closest thing I've got to a friend. What is it? 
We've got a lead on the missing things taken by Spectre. Our contact in the police heard that Spectre's girlfriend has been sniffing around for details. Ah, young Tara. I've been studying her since the Spectre first came on the scene. She's one smart cookie. I like her. She's not his girlfriend, but go on. I believe her name is Tara, sir. She's an incredibly smart girl by all accounts. Are you saying she might have figured out where my hideouts are? Anything is possible where she's concerned, sir. Shall we mount an attack against Spectre, sir? Target the girl? Hit him where it hurts? Like I said, fiercely loyal. As much as I admire your perchance for revenge, I don't think it will help us. I don't want to alert Spectre to us any more than we need to. For now, we need to keep a low profile. I need time to think. Although I do like the idea of getting to know Tara a little better. She's a mere schoolchild. Memories surface of a long time ago. I'm sat in a classroom watching my classmates. A little too closely, perhaps. The memories are hazy, sure, but I remember watching the way one of them holds their pencil. I hold mine the same way. I see the way another bends down to put their books away. I'm sure to put my books away in the same way and at the same angle. No one ever notices me. I spend my whole life watching other people, and yet I bet not one of them knew my name or what I looked like. Would it help to pick a new disguise? And I mean one that isn't a young girl? Why do you think that will help? What should I become? A generic thug? Maybe I should put everything under your control. Is that what you want? No, sir. It's just... You've worn this face for longer than usual. People are getting concerned that- Maybe I should wear the same suit as the Spectre. Bet that would freak him out. Similar to what occurred in Superman 3. Two sides of the same being. Maybe not. That film was terrible. We all want what you want, sir. Getting the Spectre off the streets. Just... maybe... I don't know, do it as... yourself? He just won't let this go, will he? Although in my heart I know he may be right. I decide to set him straight. Do you know, when I was a young man looking for acting work, I'd be sat with 20 or 30 others, all auditioning for the same role. I'd look around at all the different actors and pick out what made them special. Each and every one had something going for them. It was like an all-you-can-eat buffet. I soon learned that I had an advantage, something that set me apart from the others. I realized that I could take up voices and mannerisms from them and mold them into a macabre best of. When it was my turn to audition, I would deliver a performance that combined the best attributes of 20 different people. A smile here, a wink there, a slight tweak to my tone of voice at just the right line. The judges were putty in my hands. And you think that some jumped up kid in a mask is going to get the better of me and take away all that I've worked for? <laughs> This town is going to be on its knees, crawling in the dirt by the time I'm finished. They'll beg me to help them. At least they would beg if they could recognize me. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is, you need to learn to trust me and do as I say, because I see the world from multiple points of view, and you only see it from one. I do trust you, sir, but... What do we do next? We can't afford to let people see that Spectre is getting the better of us. You think he's winning? 
That's it? That's the word on the street. People saying he stole your faces and your plans. My faces? Interesting. We need a plan to set things straight, sir. Give me Tara Trent's address. I think it's time her and me finally met face to face. The Spectre is going to be just heartbroken when his sidekick gets hurt. I can't wait to pull the mask off and get to meet the boy behind it. An interesting symmetry that we both hide who we really are. I bet he's as desperate to know who I really am. So, as desperate as I am to know who this guy is, I promise. James, you have really surpassed yourself this time. Have you any clue how long it took me to find out where that creep was hiding the stuff? I know, Tara. And I'm grateful. But I'm worried if we even do pass it on to the police, he'll be able to get his hands back on it. You say it yourself. You're convinced he's got an inside man. I'm sure of it, James. Then we had to either store them somewhere safe or destroy them. But burning them? These are people's lives we're talking about. Every single detail about them. It... It creeps me out. Well, you don't have to worry about him or that. It's done. I can't just forget what I saw. Do you know some of the files had videos of people sleeping? Well, that is pretty creepy. Some had toenail clippings and pieces of hair. I mean, what the hell, James? Who? No. What are we dealing with here? I did not sign up for this. We're on the street is that he was a gifted method actor. No other details or name can be matched up even after police scoured all information. No criminal status or DNA that could tie name to him. What's worse is that people are saying that he doesn't even know who he is anymore. Imagine being so far gone that you don't even remember who you are or where you're from. James, listen to me. I want you to promise me something. What is it? Don't take unnecessary risks with this one. Okay? I really don't think- Promise me! Okay, okay. Don't worry. He scares the hell out of me. Listen. I'll keep you safe. I promise. You trust me, right? Of course. Now get home. Your mom will be wondering where you are. Hey, who's gonna keep the streets of Memphis clean and crime free if I'm at home slumped? You are such a show-off, James Jordan. You wouldn't have me any other way, would you? Well... Ooh. I'm offended, Tara. Wounded, Tara. <laughs> Good night. Good night, James. me so soon, huh? Miss Trent, nice to finally make your acquaintance. Who, who is this? I love how scared she sounds. She's right to be afraid. You know full well who I am, Miss Trent, but I want to know more about you. In fact, I've already found out quite a lot. How did you get my number? Come now, Tara. Can I call you Tara? Don't treat me like a fool. You're a clever girl. I'm even more so. If I want something, I get it. 
What do you want? I want my effects back, little girl, and I want them tonight. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> right. We're playing this game, are we? It's like you're back in school, isn't it? I've heard you were a bit of a nightmare at school, Tara, with teachers so much smaller than you always holding you back. I get that, though. Let me tell you what it was like for me. My earliest school memory, despite the pieces getting so jumbled at times, is when I was about six years old. We're all sat around in a circle, learning a little nursery rhyme, a ditty or two, and the actions that go along with such tunes. Naturally, I picked both up rather steadily. When the song was finally over, the teacher walked away, beginning to tidy up. I was still copying her actions. The other kids found it amusing. She wasn't happy, though. She actually thought I was mocking her, can you believe that? Wasn't true, though. Quite the opposite, in fact. I wanted to be told I was clever. I wanted the praise for being able to move just like her, talking like her, and shout just like her. No one else seemed to see it that way, though. People soon stopped laughing with me and started to laugh at me. People can be so fickle. Don't you find that to be the honest truth, dear little Tara? I suppose... But why are you telling me this? My point is, nobody likes being made a fool, and no one likes being told what to do. Especially with a father like yours. Military man, isn't he? Gulf War, lots of medals. He's a Patriots fan, but secretly roots for the Jets. He has a marking on his left shoulder from the war, which is why he keeps his shirt on for water events. Mother 5 foot 10, about 180 pounds, give or take. Loves chess and those ridiculous 3D puzzles. 28C with a preference towards pink teddies. Seems to have some chronic form of UTI every four weeks. Stop me if I'm getting anything wrong. Okay, stop! Stop! I know you get off on this stuff, but it'll take more than cheap tricks to freak me out. Party tricks? <laughs> I'll show you party tricks. I'll wear your mother's face whilst I put a bullet between your father's eyes, and I'll keep her face while I put my hands around your throat uh, stop! and- Stop! Ugh, Christ! I'll help you! Let me just get the specter and he can- No. It's just us, Tara. For now. Tell me what you know about my effects. They're gone. Destroyed. Nothing I can do. Oh, Tara. Looks like I'll be wearing a new face tonight and making some house calls. Well, I do have copies, obviously. I'm not an idiot. If you'll promise to keep my family out of this, then you can have your sick stalker collection back. Good girl. What do you want me to do? Oh, that's simple. Meet me at 195 Washington Avenue at midnight. Just you. No police and no masked crusaders bring my effects. I can handle myself perfectly fine. I don't need a bodyguard to protect me. You'll find that out soon enough. <laughs> I guess I underestimated you. But I'm a man of my word, Tara. If you give me back what's mine, I'll let you walk free. But if you try anything or tell anyone else, then life is about to get very, very upsetting for Miss Tara Trent. Okay. I'll do it. Thank you, Tara. Pleasure doing business with you. You know what, you and I are more alike than you think. I think we would get along swimmingly. This superhero business seems to be so dull on you, my dear. Why not leave that masked fool and come work for me? I'll bring your stuff. Let's just leave it at that. I don't work for people who can't even see their true face for themselves. People who hide behind masks. And yet you work for the Spectre. You really are an enigma. Such a strange girl. Of course, that's why you use him, don't you? Like a player in the game, moving your queen on every space on the board. However you feel the most entertained that evening. 
It's quite a sight to behold. Whoa, way off base. I think your analysis is a little off, Mr. Anon. I don't make mistakes, Miss Trent. Let me assure you of that. I know people, and I know what makes them tick. You're going to get bored of him eventually, and you know where I am when that happens. Call me then. You say you know me. I think you need to look a little closer. I'm not some scared little girl. I've been watching you too. Am I supposed to be scared? Listen, you creep. James, he called. Whoa, it's okay, Tara. Chill. Tell me what he said. I'm meeting him tonight. He wants his stuff back. But we don't have his... Wait, how did he get your number? That's not the point. Well, clearly he should have known that we destroyed all of his stuff. How could he... What did you tell him? Well, I told him... Well, I had to make him think we still had it. He knew stuff private stuff about me and my family. He threatened my parents. That's his first big mistake. It's okay, Tara. Where did you meet him? So it's time someone took him down. No, James. I'm going alone. The hell you are! He was clear that I had to go alone. And what are you gonna give him? How's he gonna react when he realizes you lied to him? I don't know. I'll have to make him think I've given him his stuff back. Now swoop down Taser, right? James! I'm not letting you do this alone, Tara. Let's figure something out. Fine. I'm on my way. Sit tight. James? Yeah? One more thing. Do I... ever... put you in more danger than necessary? For my own amusement? What? No! Of course not! was that time you had me go to the Chinese food place at the Spectre? Or that time that you accidentally got me to a gang meeting with two opposing sides against me? Or that one time at the zoo? Wait, where did this come from? It doesn't matter. See you soon. So I underestimated Tara Trent. I was right about one thing. She is more like me than anyone realizes. I guess she hides her real self from those closest to her. Interesting. I'll need my wits about me tonight when I meet her. I've gathered my most loyal henchmen. Gentlemen, thank you for coming at such short notice, especially at such an ungodly hour. What is it, sir? The Spectre? It is indeed. And we all need to be ready for what I've got planned. Can I count on you? Yes, sir! I know some of you have waited years for this night, and that some of you have a personal interest. The Spectre has long been a fawn in our side. Tonight, we bring him to his knees. I need every one of you to do exactly as I tell you. We cannot take any risks. I plan to go in for the meeting with Tara alone. But, sir... Alone. Understood? Understood, sir. I need you in the vicinity. I'm ready to play your part when the Spectre comes to see what the fuss is about and finds his friend's dead body. Just as he's trying to shake life back into his friend, you take him by force. Don't hurt him too much. 
Are you here? Tara Trent. It's a pleasure to meet you at last. I can't say the same for you. She's surprised I'm a woman. I can tell by the way that she looks at me. Why is it that society teaches people that women aren't as threatening as men? I mean, I could rip her head from her body right now, even with this female face, and she'd probably be all the more shocked if I did. Whereas if I were a male, she'd expect it. As the song goes, people are strange. What interests me most is who Tara Trent really is. Haha. <laughs> Come now, Tara. That's not very nice. I've been looking forward to meeting you for so long. Don't ruin it by being mean. I've gotta be honest. I expected a man. Why a woman? No. Why this woman? How long did you stalk this one for? Not long, actually. She's an old colleague of mine. Very old, in fact. What did you do to her? Let's just say, she won't be wanting her face back anytime soon. You killed her? That's not your normal M.O. You seem to know a lot. I like to know who I'm dealing with. And, like I said, you don't know me as well as you think. In fact, no one does. A girl after my own heart. Do you like to watch people? No, it's you that's the creep. I just pay attention. You just said you like to study people. Do you do your homework? Do you watch them go about their business and learn what makes them tick? You're twisting my words. I'm only using what you told me. You're trying to get in my head! As you wish. But I see things differently. It's like looking in a mirror. Here. Let me show you. What the hell? Like looking in a mirror. <laughs> I know you've been watching me too. I won't be scared by someone in a mask. Well, your best friend wears one all the time, so I wouldn't expect you to be. His doesn't do this though, does it? Maybe I'll give him a call so you can discuss it face to face. That won't be necessary. It's you I'm interested in for now. Can you change back now? I don't want to talk to myself. Besides, you make a pale imitation. As you wish. Neat trick for a psychopath. Watch your mouth! The Spectre isn't coming to save you, and I'll wager you'll all talk when he's not around. Did you make sure to put your little ghost on a leash? What's that supposed to mean? It seems to me you keep him at arm's length, to be used and played with as you please. Tell me, do you ever stop to think maybe this is the only time that you have put him away for a night? Um... No. I didn't think so. He's just your little action figure you abuse to your heart's content. You hold no real respect for him, though, do you? You don't know what you're talking about. I'm the brains behind the operation. If 
because of me that the streets are being cleaned up. The Spectre thinks it's him, but it's mostly me. And there is it. You're finally seeing it for yourself. Why not just come to my side of the tracks, where you can still remember your superhero days fondly? Thanks all the same, but I'd rather kill myself. Even better, I'd rather kill you. <laughs> Brave talk for a little girl. I'll make sure to keep close tabs on your little plaything. See how that turns out. You don't know me as well as you think you do. You know that, right? In fact, even the Spectre doesn't really know me. I'm happy to guide him into the right place at the right time. He knows the risks, the dangers, and he gets off on it. But don't think for one moment that that makes me weak enough to fall for your bad acting. Maybe I underestimated you. You're quite the firecracker, aren't you? I'd love to chat with a kindred spirit all night. Alas, on to business. Where are my effects? It's all on a disc. I'll need to check if it's real. Because if it isn't, I'll snap your neck. It's real. Take it. Okay. Stay there while I get this to my associate. It's real, so I'm leaving. I said stay there! Once I know it's real, you can walk free. Okay. Check this out. I need to know it's real. Okay, sir. Just a few moments. It's encrypted. Wait. What's wrong? It's the disk, sir. I think it's doing something to the computer. What the hell is this? Maybe you're not as clever as I thought. It should work. Not my fault your thug for hire didn't pass computer encryption 273. I'm done with this! Come here! Get your filthy hands off me, you creep! Keep watch here. I need to extract some information from this Trent. Okay, sir. Get back here, you little bitch! Am I late for the party? You stupid girl! I told you what would happen if you lied to me. Here's the thing, Mr. Anonymous. <laughs> what a stupid name. Sorry, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I will give you your things back, but unfortunately I kind of have a bit of an accident and uh, we all kind of just like went up in flames. Then I'll have to look for new faces, starting with Miss Trent's. Uh, I don't think that's going to work here, pal. Wait, can you hear sirens? I can definitely hear sirens. Time for me to leave. Oh, thanks. See, this car park here is surrounded. You think you're so smart, don't you? If you're so brave, why don't you take off the mask and let me see your real face? Is this guy for real? First off, there's shades. And second, how about I smash your mask to pieces and see what's underneath? Okay. I know when I'm beat. But what's your plan now? I go away to jail and then what? I'm not the only big bad in this town. Someone will defeat you in the end, Spectre. And I'll be watching when they do. You won't see much from where you're going. Then I suppose you've left me no choice. 
Goodbye, Prince. Spectre, quick! He's going to jump! No! not moving. Is he dead? The police are here, so we can't get too close. Did you put binoculars in this belt? I feel the pain flood through my body. I sense the police approaching, so I tried to change my face to Terra's. Hopefully I'll be able to get away. <laughs> Something's wrong. The mask isn't working. It must have broken during the fall. It flickers, but it's stuck on the young woman's face. I think this is it. I can't see a way out. I try my mask again in vain. It fails. Hey! Stay down! So, the specters tipped them off. They wouldn't recognize my female face otherwise. I realize without my effects, I've got nothing. My very existence has been whittled down to nothing. Truth is, I'd be afraid to let this face go anyway. <laughs> Cuffer, get her in the back of the van. As I'm placed in the back of the van, it's clear I've broken some bones. The pain is excruciating. I don't think medical assistance is their priority right now. I ask for help, but the police officers are nowhere to be seen. That wretched boy has appeared again. I don't know how he does it. Police are after him too. Hello? Hello? Officer? Officer? I need a doctor. You'll be checked over when you get to a safe location. You're done now. Not at all. Just make sure the streets are clean from the likes of you. This clearly strikes a nerve and makes him angry. Wearing these and wearing other people's faces are two completely different things. When I take them off, I can be me again. Whereas I can be whoever I want, whenever I want. I know what I prefer. Also, I'd keep your eye on that girl if I were you. There's more to her than you know. <laughs> You're so far gone, you don't even know who you are anymore. How could you say that to a young woman? I didn't think you were going to come. The guy creased me out. Well, he's gone now. You really don't need to worry about him anymore. It looked like his mask was broken. What'll happen if he can't change his face again? He'll be trapped as that young woman. Whoever she was. Someone he'd murdered. What? He told me. A young actress acting alongside him who he became obsessed with. I think she may have been his first. What makes you think that? I don't think he chose her. I think it sort of came from within. I think it was involuntary. Like she haunted him some way? Ew. That's what you think he could have gotten creepier. I didn't know killing was his way though. 
Robbing, deception, fraud, and embezzlement for sure. But murder? Huh. Maybe we didn't know as much about him as we thought. I mean, how could we? He's been virtually untraceable for years. Even for me. I could barely find anything on him. I think the less we know about that creep, the better. At least they got enough on him to put him away for a very long time. Do you think he'll get help? I mean, he was really sick, wasn't he? He never failed to amaze me, Terry. Always trying to help people. I just hope they help him remember who he was, at least. Maybe if he knew that he could figure out why he started out down this path. Maybe you're right. Anyway, he's not our problem now. Coffee? Yep. Coffee sounds good to me. Spectre? Yeah. About that stuff earlier? Anon got into my head about how I use you for my entertainment. And for a split second, I kind of believed him. And then you gave all those examples, and I... And you thought you were actually like that psychopath. <sighs> oh, Tara. You're my best friend. Don't listen to what that creep said. I need you now more than ever. Things are coming. Bad things. And I need you by my side. You need me more than you know, James. More than you will ever know. Right, Mr. Anonymous. I need your real name. Good luck with that. Even I don't know it anymore. My voice is cracked and no longer Rose's voice. The mask has become half broken, so half my face is Rose's and the other half is a pixelated blur. I overheard a couple of cops calling me a freak and a nurse saying I creeped her on. I can barely move because of the broken legs and ribs and also because I'm handcuffed to the bed. I'm effectively being treated like an animal. So much for bedside manner. Well, I'm going to need to know your addresses and the names of any associates. We've got a list of your crimes and let's just say you're going away for a very long time. If you play ball and give us names, I might be able to sort out some privileges. I'm not telling you anything. Well, we have your bit of muscle in a cell, and he's refused to give us anything. What is it about you that inspires this kind of loyalty? From where I'm sitting, you look pretty pathetic. I'm hurt, officer. And I'm still not telling you anything. Okay, have it your way. Hope you don't mind wearing those cuffs. You're in for quite a time when you get to prison. Give my regards to Officer Fendry. <laughs> I sit on a small bunk in the corner of my cell. I can't remember how I got here or what I've been arrested for. I appear to be in isolation so they must think I'm dangerous. Oh god, what have I done? It must have been something bad. My mind, my mind drifts, drifts and, and I remember, remember being, being a young actress. actress looking for work in film or TV. I was desperate to be seen. I'd sit with 20 or 30 other actresses and wonder what made me unique and what set me apart from the others. A memory surfaces of being backstage on a big Broadway show. There's a man on top of me. His hands around my throat. I can't make out his features. His face is blurred somehow. As, as my, my life, life slips away, away I briefly, I briefly see a glimpse of myself, myself as if I'm the faceless one. It's my hands around the girl's neck. But how can that be? I 
get so confused. The lights go out, bringing me back to reality. Episode 4, Crisis of Identity. The Spectre is created by Maurice Dixon Jr. Story written by David McAllister. Story edited by Alyssa Deleuze and RB Comics. Original theme by Ode Imaginations. With incidental music provided by Miyuji, Kevin McElroyd, and Lucas King. A star-studded cast. D'Angelo Harleston as James Jordan, The Spectre. I am Shadow007 as Tara Trent and Mr. Anonymous. In Rosaro and Shade Nocturne as Mr. Anonymous and Rose. Day Wilsonator as Anon Henchman. And Mana Packer as Officer Fendley. With the additional voices of Ray Harrell, Jacob Vyazic, and Maurice Dixon Jr. For those who support Larby Comics Patreon, A Fox of Fiction, Chaz Former, Ironhead78, Italian Black Cat, Kevin A, Michael Bambaro, Osiris Mofetta, Platinum Man AXL, and Wes Franklin. Thank you for listening. On the next episode of The Spectre. Silhouettes.